You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. And the truth is, wag me. I'm all about some wag me right now. And you know, it's part of this beautiful world of decentralization and the power that comes from the blockchain technology, really allowing us to leverage the cryptocurrencies across the L1 and the L2 blockchains, really, you know, empowering us to, you know, moon in ways that we never would have imagined. And you know, we've, doesn't matter if it's a bear market or a bull run, you know, ultimately it comes down to like separating the maxis from, you know, the, the degens and really knowing, you know, where the FUD sits in ways that we, it doesn't allow us to be, you know, kind of uh, stuck or get rug pulled. And, you know, I think it's such an interesting world that we have to decide our software wallets and our hardware wallets. And we have to, you know, decide if we are going to, you know, mint on, on which different blockchain and which cryptocurrency or exchange that we're using. And, you know, and some of us love, uh, you know, the idea, you know, of protecting ourselves. And we, of course, don't want people to, to put out their seed phrases everywhere, but we're able to use or share, you know, we have to use our, our private keys if we, okay. All right. I can only do that so much. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to make a point with all that jargon. Uh, and that was a lot of jargon. And hopefully you didn't stop listening to the podcast because you're like, what in the heck is Fanzo doing? But my point to that is, one of the things that I've been noticing lately is that we can very easily convince ourselves that we want to onboard new people. We want to be inclusive. We want to give more people chances. We want to, to reach the Web2 community. But yet, the words that we're using, in many cases, are the vernacular and the culture that is built within this NFT and crypto space. And I actually think that's an important aspect. I actually think, you know, as a culture develops its own kind of like rhythm and energy and language, that can be massively beneficial for, you know, kind of uniting everyone kind of together, you know, with GM and GN. But here's the truth. When we're talking about NFTs or cryptocurrency or Web3, we have to be very selective with the words that we're using based on the audience that we are trying to reach and what are our goals in that conversation? You know, I've been very blessed. You know, I've been giving a lot of presentations, you know, on stage uh, to different audiences, right? Everything from marketers to creators to entrepreneurs to, uh, some, you know, some small business owners to, 
you know, even, you know, these different brands. And I will say, I can give 80% of the same presentation, but I probably use 30% of the same language across those presentations. And for example, you know, I gave a, you know, a talk at Social Media Marketing World and I knew that the majority of the audience were either creators or social media marketers or in the social media space. And so for me, leaning into you know, understanding to you know, shed light on the creator economy and the role that you know, creator coins play and even what decentralized you know, focus means for centralized social media managers, it was important to use those words. But just this past week, I was speaking to small business owners. And I will tell you, during that very similar presentation, the word creator economy did not come up once. The word decentralized only came up one time. I did not bring up bored apes or crypto punks. I did not mention something like PFP projects. The words that we use are extremely important. But it's also important for when you're doing your own Dam research, which we know everyone knows the 3D dam, right? We have 3D dams here, right? Three, there are three dams. We have do your own damn research, press the damn button, and of course, I almost forgot our 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 our, our third one. In in the sense of, not only do we have to do our own damn research and press the damn button, but we also have to raise our damn hand, and. In scenarios that I that that I've been like kind of listening to some Twitter spaces recently, you know, the way that we talk about things like community or utility, if our goal is just to talk to each other, all of those words are fine. But if our goal is to welcome new people into our community and those that are in the the Twitter space might be able to be welcomed to understand to, to join our NFT project, we have to be very cautious with the words we're using. And it's not just the idea of like, well, Brian, I, every time I say utility, I explain what utility is. Well, why not rather than making that an extra barrier, talk about like, here are the benefits that you get for holding this NFT rather than saying things like roadmap. Why don't we spell out and say, this is the business plan that this project has, has created. And and it, it excites me because of these reasons. And then we also have to really think about, you know, like when we talk about like utility or we talk about the value, we have to be very careful on like what we explain that to be as far as where it lives and how it all comes together, right? Because one of the things I also noticed is that we will often talk about, well, you know, of course, because we get additional channels and, and private access in Discord. Well, if someone's never been in Discord, they're not sure if that's a good thing, a bad thing, a normal thing, or what the hell that thing is. The words that we use are very important. The words that an NFT project founder uses are very important. But when we're doing our own damn research, and if a project's utility looks like it would be best suited for a Web2 audience to come in, it's then important to research what is their marketing, how are they marketing and educating that audience, and I think this is, I mean, I know I'm a bias a, you know, a bit on this, but I will just say, if for every, per, you know, like for every like view or like kind of like strategy or angle or focus towards someone that is not Web3 native or at least Web3 all in, 
I believe we have to double down on that education piece. And so what I mean by that is if your event wants to add an NFT project, you know, an NFT for everybody that's attending, you need to start educating them on why that NFT is going to matter. What does that NFT get them? Long before you tell them that they need to get a wallet, they need to um, be able to put cryptocurrency there to pay gas fees. Because here's the thing. Not only do the words that we use matter, but the order that we deliver our message is extremely important. And the order that we educate, the order that we communicate, the order that we, we welcome people in. And so I will tell you, you know, we do our, our 93 club call uh, every Friday, which is if you hold 93 ADHD coin, uh, you get access to the Zoom call where I, I take some Q&A and uh, I kind of share my thoughts on a specific topic and then we uh, share questions and comments. And today we talked a lot about like, what, what, are, what are some of the things people are asking me at these events that are small business owners or entrepreneurs or, or just native to Web2 and, and NFTs just seem foreign and weird? But then we were, the question was also asked, and I, and I really thought this question, uh, and I think it was Richie who asked the question um, that I thought was really powerful. He said, you know, like, what is, what is the call to action that I'm giving people after I give them that little bit of aha of like, oh, NFTs are about digital ownership and about that connection and, and shrinking that distance between yourself and the customers and giving them the ability to, you know, share something word of mouth. And I will tell you, the call to action is a little difficult. And part of the difficulty of that call to action is in a way, you know, the, the thing that I love about where, you know, where this space is at and how we kind of, you know, figure out all of these different nuances is that, you know, one of the beauties of this space is that, you know, people can have a different aha in uh, all kinds of different ways. While at the same time, we also have to recognize that even if someone having an aha moment they need, they need like an entry point. So one of the things that we're working on that we will roll out before the end of the month here is that we are going to roll out a, a separate podcast uh, itself, but it'll just be episodic. It'll be just a, it'll be a one drop. We'll just have all the episodes uh, lined up and it'll be, you know, intro or new or we haven't really finalized the name, but it'll be where to start with NFT 365, right? Or NFT 365. And the goal will be, well, I'll create like a kind of a custom, um, you know, first episode. And then we're going to put in order some of the episodes of the podcast that we believe people should listen to in that order to kind of get started in this space and, and educate. And, you know, part of that is just us realizing that, you know, that that is a hard spot for someone to start, right? If you're just discovering the podcast today on episode 218 or whatever it may be, um, that could be something that could be overwhelming. You get kind of confused or you're not sure what all these different moving parts are. So we want to simplify that. But the other piece of this that I, you know, we heard very loudly in yesterday's uh, interview with Katie and, and Jordash, and I don't know about you, that that was so much fun for me. I hope you guys enjoyed that as well. You know, I just thought, you know, they were both so relatable and it's kind of wild. They didn't know each other, but they both discovered NFTs and, you know, from me at the same event at the same talk I was giving, but they didn't know each other before and didn't know each other up until, you know, they were doing that podcast and they both happened to be speaking there as well. But, you know, the thing I've been stressing is that you must be a collector before you are a creator. And they both 
brought up how important that was for them and on this journey and how they've been thinking of things. But part of the reason that I say that is I also believe for you to lean in and get started, the barrier to entry for becoming a collector is actually easier than the barrier to entry to understanding what it takes to be a creator of an NFT project or an NFT experience or whatever that may be. And so this goes down to everything that we're doing. I think for every message, if you, if we reverse engineered Goblin Town, right, which is, you know, a project that, that we've talked about a lot here on the podcast, it's, you know, kind of taken the NFT um, industry by storm in the sense of, you know, their storytelling, their uh, messaging, their methodology. But I will tell you, part of the most beautiful aspect of it was the things that they didn't say they didn't do, right? There's no discord. They also didn't take on some of the things that, other projects did, but they also were very methodical in what times they dropped things, how they seeded things, even with the, how the video announced them being doxxed and, and the team being involved. Like if we really want to start thinking about this, we should start factoring in emotional intelligence. We should start factoring in the psychology of, of you know, positioning certain messages during certain times of the market, even certain times of the day with our target audience. But if we just took it a step back, Start playing with different words and see how your audience or those that you're talking to react. I will tell you, I don't really say NFT when someone, like, oh, Brian, what are you, what's all these NFTs about? I don't say, like, utility. I don't even say community because what, what does someone visualize when they say community? I start, I, I go to the idea of, like, digital ownership and the idea that we really don't own anything digitally. And imagine if there was a way for us to authenticate something online and then it, it to have so much, it would have authority based on it being authenticated online that it would allow us to transfer it, to sell it, to add it to a marketplace, but it would allow us to validate something and do a proof of, of purchase and a proof of actually, um, you know, action, a proof of establishment. And the idea that digital ownership gives us the first step to taking back some of the control that we lost as we gave up our data and information because we wanted to use Instagram for free or we didn't want to pay for Twitter, right? And we've been paying with our data and our information. And the only way we get that back is that we shift that power dynamic by simply embracing something that gives us digital ownership and control of these variables. So that's my challenge for everyone today. I will also say we do have a pop for today, which is a proof of podcast. Today's word for proof of podcast is socks. I actually believe... If you want true freedom in life, stop worrying about matching your socks. Now, yes, you want to make sure that you're not wearing like a tall sock and a short sock. But the idea of matching your socks, like color for color or the exact same sock, I mean, who, who actually sees you both of your feet, you know, where your socks are exposed that aren't your friends or your family or your spouse or your kids? I mean, I just gave up. Look, I mean, there's the sock monster. I know we, we, it lives in every dryer in the world. And, uh, I got a lot of freedom back, not trying to chase down a pair of you know, matching socks, but I digress. So today's word is pop. Just jump over to the website, nft365podcast.com slash P-O-P and put that in there and you will get one of your four that you need for this month for qualifying to get one of our proof of podcast NFTs. And I'll leave you with this. Yes, I am bullish on the blockchain. Yes, I believe that we're only using 1% of its total functionality and value that we will eventually be able to continue to grow. But no matter the market, no matter the times we're in, 
no matter what the variables are around us. If you surround yourself with great people, you bet on great people, and you recognize you have to be the best person that you can be before you can be a part of a better we, that's where the magic is at. I will tell you, if you want to, if you want to be a, you know, launch your own NFT project, you want to be a, you want to join another NFT uh, project, maybe you want to join a community or a discord. The first thing you should do and the, and the thing you should prioritize is working on yourself, your self-awareness, understanding what you know and what you don't know. Because when you fully set yourself up for success, when you join that project or that team or that discord, you're going to give, you're going to provide the most value and you're going to be at the best place to receive the most value. My friends, self-love, self-focus, self-awareness is not selfish. It's actually the opposite of being selfish because we know that we have to refill our cup. We have to take care of our mental health, that we only get to live once and that we only get 24 hours in a day. And so I, I challenge everyone to you know, prioritize yourself, take care of yourself, prioritize your sleep and what you eat and, and just recognize that you know, all of those things that you're doing to better yourself, you're actually bettering all of us because when the time is right and the team is right and the place is right, the magic can actually happen. Till tomorrow, my friends, and make it a great day. This show is not financial.